0: Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, Chris Letang, Kasperi Kapanen, and Brian Rust have combined for two goals to this point in the season. And yes, I know that's unfair. Stick with me. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The Penguins have lost three in a row since that super uplifting 3-0-2 start in which they were the second-leading scoring team in the National Hockey League, and none of that was sustainable. He said so at the time. Liked the way they were playing. Loved the systematic approach and really loved it the results because they need and needed to get as many points as possible from this month while they're missing all these players. But in this three-game losing streak that they're in, they've scored a grand total of three goals, including the two that they put home in the Four to two loss to the Devils the other night by Danton Heinen and Brock McGinn, and when you think about it, you go back over all the Penguins' goals so far through the eight games that they've played. It's been a whole lot of that Danton Heinen, Brock McGinn, and Evan Rodriguez, and so forth. And I'll use the term again: that wasn't sustainable. So when I look at where the Penguins are right now, instead of, I don't know, you know, fussing over this breakdown or that blown call, and that really was a blown call the other night on the penalty shot, my inclination instead is to say, all right, what does this team look like whenever it has all of its people? Because it will have all of its people at some point. Secondly... Can this roster, as currently assembled without all of its people, stay in the race long enough to make sure that they make the playoffs? Because if they don't make the playoffs, then it doesn't matter if and when they get all of their people. I would like to think that this team can at least hang around. Now I say that as they're sitting in last place in a highly competitive metro division that's got at least a couple of teams one for sure one for sure that's going to make the playoffs in the hurricanes from there you've got three spots and a lot of teams battling for three spots so you have to at least keep your head above water that didn't happen in the past week because they didn't score enough goals but here again will they score goals And will they keep their heads up? Those are the two questions that they're facing. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by very good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. They, in turn, need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you translates into five full meals. $1 equals five meals that get created and distributed to those who need them. pittsburghfoodbank.org Sid was back Saturday night, of course, and he acknowledged his timing was off. He acknowledged it wasn't really a very good experience for him, uh, and he didn't exactly hide it. Listen to his mood, and you can hear A mood in this audio clip when he was asked just in general how he felt. Uh, Conditioning felt all right. I mean, just timing is obviously a little off, but um, it's hard to gauge that one. I haven't been in a situation before, and uh, obviously would have liked it to, you know, to go better. That, my friends, is the serial winner, as Mike Babcock once described him, because serial winners don't take losing particularly well. And he really had a rough time with that one because in addition to everything else, the blown call was the referees assigning uh, a penalty shot to Jesper Bratt for Sid shoving the guy from behind on a two-on-two. Like, if you've ever seen a penalty shot called on something other than a clean breakaway or a break of any kind, then you've got one up on me and I've been Involved in hockey intensely my entire life. Never seen it before. So Sid was feeling a little foul. But you know all those names that I mentioned at the top of the show? All of those guys are going to score. So offense isn't an issue. So what's lost the Penguins these last three games, and I believe it's principally been a lack of goal scoring, is not going to be a recurring problem. It's going to solve itself. It's not something that needs to be addressed. I mean, maybe, I don't know, if you're Ron Hextall and you're feeling like you need to have some kind of jolt, you could bring up a Radim Zahorna and send down somebody else. I don't know. But this is is small stuff. What really needs to happen here is that Time needs to be bought. This team needs to continue finding a way to take a point here or there. And staying afloat until it gets more guys back. Sid's back. That's wonderful. Jeff Carter was back in the same game. Also nice. Played kind of a decent game. Not necessarily at the top of Jeff Carter's game, but he did okay. But if you put into this lineup Malkin, Rust, Letang, and you take out the guys who are getting these chances and not doing anything with them, or worse yet, not even getting any chances, it's a very different roster. They can't say this stuff because that's excuse-making. I can because I'm not them, and I'm perfectly okay stating what's blatantly obvious. Whether or not it's allowed to be discussed within the hockey culture, I don't care. This is a real thing. This team doesn't get to play again until Thursday night at home against the Flyers. This is a game that's coming up here, and then the one Saturday night against the Wild also at home. Part of this crazy long eight-game homestand where the Penguins need to get back to getting some points. It doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter if it's 2-1. to one. They have to claw. I was about to say climb. Claw's a better word. They have to claw back to that form that they were showing in the first three, four games of this still young season. And I'm talking about the Florida trip when they were right in the faces of the Lightning and the Panthers, just not letting them have an inch. That did not happen against the Devils. Mike Sullivan couldn't have made clear that that didn't happen. I thought we had moments. I thought we pushed in the third period. We started playing the third period, but for me, we, we weren't uh, we weren't good enough. We weren't good enough tonight as a team. Uh, we need to be better as a team in all areas. And I just thought our attention to detail wasn't as good. I don't think we were skating. We weren't playing the game on our toes. Uh, you know, we've we've had a fair amount of games here where we have been that way. So, you know, it's always an interesting dynamic when you bring players back into the lineup. The challenge is to continue to play the game. Everybody has to think in terms of of trying to make an impact on the game, a positive impact on the game. And I just didn't think we did that as a team tonight. So get back on the horse. Get back on that Rabid, nasty, aggressive attack horse that they were riding into the season. And get three out of four points from the Flyers and the Wild this weekend. Get that done. Keep buying time. Because if offense is the problem, that's actually an okay problem to have. That's an understandable problem to have. And it's one that does not need to be addressed via personnel at any point this season in a strange kind of way from the front office perspective it's the ideal problem to have but you can't you can't go two three games without getting points in this division and there are ways to avoid that and there were a lot of ways to avoid it Saturday night against the Devils and a good opportunity there. Was missed. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always by. Ubo TV. Monthly cost of cables over 200 bucks. Ubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including. AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, FuboTV is offering our listeners of this program a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just for listening to this, go to FuboTV.com slash DK to cash in on your discount. J.M. Webster has our J1Q. And he says, I wonder, will Jake Gensel stay dressed over the weekend and go out for Halloween as a ghost. You know, Jake had a stretch there of about four games that I really didn't like. I thought he was really strong in his first game back. And remember that that was for COVID. And then he had four games where he didn't look engaged at all. And I don't say that in a... Jake-doesn't-care kind of way. His pedigree and his character are beyond reproach. I meant engaged in an offensive way. He wasn't clicking with anybody around him. And it wasn't a particularly good look for him or the lines that he was on. If that sounds like I'm making an excuse for him, whatever. This is a guy who has spent the better part of his NHL career on the wing of a superstar. And you do get used to that sort of thing. It doesn't mean you're incapable of producing your own offense at some point or other in your career, but it does mean that it'll be an adjustment. And it's been an adjustment. I think over the last couple games, including the one with Sid the other night, that Jake looked a lot more comfortable, a lot more confident, and... That goes for the game before as well when he didn't have Sid or any superstars with him. He was just determined to make his own offense, to make offense for others, and he did, I thought, plenty of both, generating four shots on goal and looking especially good on the power play. But Jake's got to score, and I'm not telling you anything that Jake didn't say the other night Whenever we were talking with him, Uh, he's out there to score goals. He's not out there to make saves, to defensively suppress shots, to win face-offs, or anything else like that. Jake is out there to score goals. And he's got to do it. He had a spectacular chance Saturday night on a feed from Sid, the kind he would casually and often deposit whenever he was in his 40-goal heyday. And Jonathan Bernier was able to get over there, get his glove up, and it went into his glove. Did Bernier make a great save? I guess, yeah, sure. He stayed tall, got the glove over. Could Jake have made a better shot? I'm sure he'd say that in hindsight because when you watch it in super slow-mo, you do see that there is air around the sides of the glove. And he could have missed it. It's not terrible. It's also not great. It's not a goal. Jake would be the first to tell you that needs to be a goal. That needs to be a goal probably 19 times out of 20. And it wasn't. When he does get back to being his regular self, and to swing back to what I was talking about in the open, he will do that. Because he's always done it, he has always scored. Things are going to be a lot healthier for this team. But in the interim, they gotta do some stuff. They've gotta get things done. It doesn't matter how the results come, it doesn't matter if they're really pretty, like the seven to one route of the Maple Leafs that preceded this losing streak, or if it's a little bit grungy, like the stuff they were doing down in Florida. Doesn't matter. They need points. They need points. The rest of it, including Jake's scoring, will just come. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one of these tomorrow.